Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Joel Kane and directed by Max Hutto. First, here are some words from our two friends that are worth thinking about. McGee, I watched a little red-haired tyke buying his weekly supply of candy today. Yeah? <laughs> two cents for licorice whips, a penny for jawbreakers. <laughs> oh, he had every one of his pennies carefully accounted for. Smart kid. Now, when he grows up... I know. He'll be able to balance his checkbook. More than that, he'll be able to handle the kind of problem a lot of folks with limited incomes face today. Budgeting for plain, everyday living expenses. And for other important things, too, like life insurance protection. Well, that's just exactly why the Prudential Insurance Company has those easy-to-budget weekly and monthly premium plans, isn't it? Yep. With these Prudential policies, folks who have to watch their dollars can make small weekly or monthly payments over the year and still enjoy regular life insurance protection. And for extra protection... These policies have valuable disability and accidental means death benefits. You can get them for every member of your family in amounts from, oh, a few hundred dollars up to several thousand dollars. And to make it really convenient, your prudential agent calls at your home for the payments. Yes, and your prudential agent will be glad to drop around and give you all the details. Just call him. Yes? What's a six-letter word meaning a gray-colored precious metal? Silver. Oh, thanks. Sure, it's perfect. C-I-L-V-E-R, silver. No, no, McGee. Silver starts with an S. S? Can't start with S. Got to start with a C because it ties into 23 horizontal. That's a four-letter word meaning causes illness. That's germ, of course, so... Germ? I put down doc, D-O-C-K. Ah, these devils. They're not set up right. I'm going to quit. Good idea. I'll finish it later. Don't throw the paper away. Oh, I won't. I'll stack it on the back porch with the other crossword puzzles you're going to finish later. Good. Although, McGee, if that stack ever falls on you, it'll break every bone in your body. Boy, they're sure starting right after breakfast today. Come in. Well, good morning, Lester. Come in. Hi, Miss McGee, Mr. McGee. Hi, Les. Sit down. I can't stay. Uh, no, uh, the reason I come by, Miss McGee, I'm going to drive over to the high school there and uh, see if I can get me a couple of tickets for Saturday night's basketball game. And, well, I was kind of wondering if you'd need anything from downtown. Well, that's mighty sweet of you, Lester, but thanks. I don't need a thing. Good game Saturday night, is it? It's supposed to be the best game of the season, they say. I don't know if I can get any tickets or not, but, gee, I, I'd sure like to. I wouldn't mind seeing that game myself, Les. I'll pick us up a couple of tickets. Don't you worry about it. Gee, Mr. McGee, that... Oh, that, that'd that be great. I'll pay for them. I mean, well, can you get them all right? Can I get them, he says. <laughs> you hear that, Molly? Les says, can I get tickets for the basketball game? <laughs> I heard him, can you? I'll only get us the best seats in the gym, that's all. My very good friend, Coach Fogarty, lives right down the street. Coach Fogarty? Sure. Jeepers, do you know the coach personally? Les, you're talking to the guy that I practically taught Fogarty how to be a coach. Give me a ring in about an hour and I'll have the best seats in the gym. (laughs) 
throw that ball to the basket, the tisket. Let me see now. I think this is Coach Fogarty's house. Oh, yeah, there's a sign over the door. Abandon hope, all ye who enter here, less than six feet, four inches tall. <laughs> this is the place. Hope he's home. Who blew the whistle? Oh, it's you, McGee. Come on in. Oh, thanks, Coach. Well, what's new? How's every little thing, Coach? Little things I'm not interested in, McGee. If they're not six foot four, they're no use to me. I know. I, I read your commercial outside. What I came over for, Coach, uh, I want to talk to you about a friend of mine. How tall is he? No, no, you, you don't understand. I, I mean about the game Saturday night. Mighty important game. Playing Slow Rapids high. Do you know they've got a squad over there that there's not a player under six foot three? Boy. And that's the girls' team. Wait till you see the boys. Oh, yeah. That should be quite a tussle, Coach. That's what I wanted to talk to. Uh, just a minute, McGee. Hello, Fogarty speaking. What? No, I can't get you any tickets for the game. All the tickets are gone. I don't care what you've done for me. I don't care how good you've been to me. I can't get you any tickets, and that's final. Goodbye, Mother. Now, what was it you want to talk to me about, McGee? It wouldn't be tickets to Saturday night's game, would it? Well, as a matter of fact... All day long, I've heard nothing but... Coach, i got to have three tickets. My brother-in-law's coming to town. Yeah. Coach, can't you get me a couple of seats? My boss will fire me if I don't get them. Well, uh... I tell you, the next person to mention tickets to me, I'm going to tie his ends together and let my boys use him to practice free throws. Uh... Now, speak up, McGee. What'd you come over for? Well, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I thought of a new play for the team, Coach, but I better not bother you with it now. No? No. It takes 16 men and three pairs of stilts. I better skip it. I'll see you around. Yeah. Goodbye, McGee. Uh, yes, uh, I was going to ask you something. Uh, what? You wouldn't happen to know where I could pick up a couple of tickets, would you? My brother-in-law's coming to town. <laughs> Back to Whistle Vista in a minute. Sparkle, sparkle, your hair too. Sparkles after Dial Shampoo. Dial Shampoo gets your hair clean. Dial Shampoo gets your hair sheen. Diamond sparkle, that's for you. When you use Dial Shampoo. Isn't that an exciting promise? Well, it's true. Dial Shampoo does give your hair that diamond sparkle look. A brighter, more appealing look you love. With Dial Shampoo, you get loads of lanolated lather instantly. It cleanses every strand of your hair gently and thoroughly. Leaves it ever so soft and ever so easy to manage. Get Dial Shampoo in the unbreakable squeeze bottle. Until you do, you just can't imagine what a difference one shampooing can make. Diamond sparkle, that's for you when you use Dial Shampoo. And according to Coach Fogarty, Molly, he can't even get tickets for his own relatives. Oh, fine. Lester Nelson has called up twice so far since you left. You better phone him back and tell him you couldn't cut it. Oh, gee whiz, I can't do that, Molly. You want him to think I got no influence? No connections? Have you? Certainly I have. Gee whiz, I... If, if that's less again, tell him I'm out. What's the use, stalling? You'll have to tell him sooner or later and you might... No, I won't. I'll get him. I'll get him. I'm going to run down to high school right now and talk some of the players into selling me their tickets. 
Yeah, they get them free, so I ought to be able to buy them cheap. Boy, I sure got over here at a good time. School's just out. Ah, there's some guys that look like basketball players heading for the gym. Hey, bud. You got a minute? Are you calling me, mister? Yeah. I talked to you a minute, son. You a basketball player? Huh? I say, uh, maybe you better lean down a little so you can hear me. Uh, that better? Yeah. Say, how, how tall are you anyhow, bud? Uh, six feet six. What do you weigh? 118. And that's all muscle. What's your name, Slim? Yes, sir. Huh? I said, yes, sir. That's my name. Slim. Oh. Slim O'Reilly. Yeah. Well, look, Slim. Uh, what I want to talk to you about, it's about the game Saturday night. The game? Yeah. I tried to make a deal with Fogarty himself, but that guy wouldn't even listen to me. A deal? With Coach? Yeah, but but he don't need the money anyhow, see? And I know you kids can always use a few bucks, so that's why I come to you. You're offering me money, mister? Well, Natch, you don't think I'm going to offer the star of the team like a guy as tall as you are must be bottle caps, do you? Uh, go ahead. Just keep talking. Well, this game is very important to I and a friend of mine, Slim. So I'm prepared to hand you right now any amount up to five bucks if you can fix it so that... Say that again, mister, if I, if I can what? If you can fix it so I and my friend... That's all I want to hear. Hey. Don't you try to move hey. or I'll twist your arms hey. off. Hey, let go of me. Hey, what the heck? Oh! Hey, hey coach! Oh, hey, coach, I got one. I caught one. Hold still or I'll break your arm. Coach warned us about crooks like you trying to bribe players to throw the game. Coach, I caught one. Oh, come on, let's get over here so we can get a hold of this. Guy. No, hey, hey, wait, you got me wrong. I'm not trying to bribe anybody. Good work, O'Reilly. Hang on to him. Uh, don't worry, Coach. I got my double reverse hammer lock with a half Nelson on him. Oh. Grab his money for evidence. He's holding money in his hand. Let go of me. You're breaking my arm. Oh, give me back my money, Pogarty. Oh, for the love of me, turn him loose, O'Reilly. Oh, oh, my neck and my arm. What are you doing over here anyhow, McGee? I'm trying to buy some tickets for the game. That's what I'm doing over here. If this ain't a heck of a way to treat a loyal fan, you'll be sorry about this, you guys. The school board's going to... Oh, and after all that fuss and taking that terrible arm twisting from that slim O'Reilly... You mean to say you still didn't get any tickets? No. Oh. Massage a little higher and to the right. That's where he dug my elbow into my ribs. How's that? That's better. Oh, no, not too hard. Much as I hate to say this, you had it coming. Yeah. All this ridiculous mess just to impress Lester Nelson what a big man you are around town. That's... Here he is now. Come in. Hello, Lester. You finally caught him at home. Hi, Mr. McGee. Say, I, I've been trying to get you on the phone all day uh, about those tickets. Yeah, I know, Les. You see, they're very hard to... The reason I kept calling, I, I wanted to try to keep you from going to any trouble, you see. Uh? Because uh, right after I left here, I went over to Sally's mother's house, and I ran into her paper boy, and uh, he gave me a couple of his tickets. Paper boy? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, you see, uh, he's been delivering to my mother-in-law for years... Yeah, he plays forward there on a basketball team, kind of a tall kid uh, named Slim O'Reilly. Slim, Slim, Slim? I tell you, when that boy throws a paper, he never misses. Man, has he got an arm. Oh, you're telling me. Rub the other shoulder a while, Molly. And when you're through, give me a big, swift kick, will you? Gladly. 
Just as soon as I rest a minute, my boy. You've earned it. Yeah. Oh. and Molly will be right back. Tomorrow's Tuesday, and that means Jack Webb will be with you once again in Dragnet, in the famous role he created, that of Detective Sergeant Joe Friday. As you travel the streets of Los Angeles with Joe Friday and his partner Frank Smith, you get a realistic, first-hand look at the tireless work of a big city police department. It's always fascinating listening. So be on hand tomorrow night for Dragnet. And don't forget the many other Tuesday favorites brought your way by NBC. There's Lux Radio Theater, radio's greatest dramatic show, with a full-hour adaptation tomorrow night of the screen hit Mother Wore Tight, starring Dan Daly and Mitzi Gaynor. And for laughs, there's People Are Funny, starring Art Linkletter. The great Gildersleeve, that pompous, lovable water commissioner of Summerfield. And, of course, our own Fibber and Molly. That's tomorrow and every Tuesday night for Dragnet, Lux Radio Theater, People Are Funny, The Great Gildersleeve, and Fibber McGee and Molly. It's the biggest Tuesday night in radio. Hear it on NBC. What'd you say, Les? After all that trouble getting tickets for you and me, you can't use yours? Sally's making you go to a party Saturday night. Oh, my. Well, well, look, Les, I'll take your ticket, too, then. Yeah, I can take Doc Gamble. Hmm? Oh, you already gave it away, huh? Oh, to him. Yeah, yeah, I guess he'd like to see the game, too. Okay. Who'd you give the ticket to? Anyone we know? Coach Fogarty. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Robert Easton as Les, Leo Curley as the coach, and Dick Ryan as Slim. This is John Wald inviting you to go to an auction tomorrow night with Fibber McGee and Molly. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.